Well, officials say a 13-year-old boy has been charged with capital murder after another 13-year-old boy died of severe burns. I find myself repeating that with almost every case, but it's true. Almost all of the cases I cover are very tragic because everyone loses, no one wins. But this case is very different because this case, the background information and details surrounding the case and the families involved are sad. Now, this is an ongoing case, a lot of information has not been made public, and when it is made public, I will definitely update you guys on what has occurred. This is a tragic case of 13-year-old Michael Lane Campbell, who was arrested on September 3rd, 2021, and charged with capital murder. Now, before I jump into the case, some very, very quick information on Tate County, Mississippi. Tate County is located about 40 miles south of Memphis and has a population of about 28,000 residents. Tate County is popularly known for its creative musical history and being a heavy developer of corn and cotton back in the day. CrimeGrade.org gives Tate County a B for their overall crime grade stating that a crime occurs every 10 hours here in Tate County. We can pretty much come to the conclusion that it's a pretty safe place. June 27, 2021 was a hot summer day in Tate County. 12-year-old Gaines Coker was visiting a friend who lived near Michael Lane Campbell. Around 9.30 p.m. that evening, Michael and Gaines were playing behind the shed that was located behind Michael's parents' house, when suddenly a fire erupted and Gaines caught on fire. Gaines was severely burned, while Michael was not harmed at all. Gaines was rushed to a nearby hospital in Memphis and then had to be airlifted to the burn unit in Little Rock, where he died the next day. How the fire began was never revealed, but investigators from Tate's County Sheriff's Office and the State Fire Chief's Office did come to the conclusion that the fire was started by Michael because he was completely unharmed. Two months later, on September 3, 2021, 13-year-old Michael was arrested 
and charged with capital murder as an adult. Now keep in mind that no information has been made public and it's a little irritating when you try to do cases because I want to be as informative as I can with you guys. I want you all to know who, what, where, when, and why. But it's really hard to answer those questions when I'm working with almost nothing. I don't give up when it comes to research. I looked and looked and looked a little more and tragically enough, I found more information relating to Michael. Last year on April 23rd, 2020, around 1.35 p.m., police officers responded to a shooting that occurred in Tate County. When they arrived, they discovered a horrific scene. A seven-year-old girl was lying dead from a single gunshot wound. Who was this girl? Well, she was actually Michael's little sister. When police questioned Michael, he told them that an intruder had apparently broken into the house and shot her before fleeing. But it was later discovered that it was actually Michael who shot and killed his sister by accident. From reports that I found online, no one faced any criminal charges for that shooting. Now, one has to wonder what exactly is going on that a 12-year-old boy shoots and kills his younger sister. I have no idea and I have no answers for you guys, but hopefully more information is made public and I can let you guys know a little more about Michael. On September 9th, 2021, Michael was scheduled to attend a preliminary hearing. His attorney, Tony Farisi, had the hearing waived. Here's some audio of what he had to say. I've spoken to the assistant district attorney handling the case, Ms. Rhonda Amos. Uh, um, we have reached an agreement with regard to uh, the DA's office turning over discovery to us early, and this matter will proceed forward. Very, very unusual case. We think this is a tragic accident, but uh, we're not going to comment any further. We will uh, let this matter proceed through court as it should. The case is set to be presented to a grand jury, but no date has yet been set. So basically, when a case goes to grand jury, for those of you who may not be familiar with that, it basically means that the grand jury listens to the prosecutors and the witnesses and then they vote on whether they believe if enough evidence has been presented to charge a person with the crime. In Mississippi, any child under the age of 13 cannot be held criminally responsible or be prosecuted for a crime. If a child is 13 and over, their case can be transferred to adult court if they commit a felony that would be punishable by life imprisonment or death. Yes, Mississippi does have the death penalty. Uh, no, I don't believe that Michael will be sentenced to death. I mean, he's only 13. And besides, you can't sentence a child to death. As of right now, Michael is being held at the Tate County Jail, but I'm pretty sure he's being kept separate 
from other inmates because he is only 13 years old. Not really familiar with the layout of Tate County Jail, but I will definitely update you guys when a droplet of information becomes available. Gaines Coker was only 13 years old when his life was tragically cut short. Gaines loved dirt bikes, four-wheelers, and hoverboards. He was a smart child, getting ready to enter the 8th grade, reading at an 11th grade level. He was the recipient of the I Can't Too Award for Kindness. Rest in peace, Gaines. You are loved and missed by everyone who knew you. Thank you for being kind. This week's missing child is 5-year-old Dulce Maria Alvarez from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Dulce was last seen on September 16, 2019, playing at the Bridgeton City Park in New Jersey. She's about 3 feet tall, Hispanic, weighing about 70 pounds. She was last seen wearing a yellow shirt with a koala on the front, black and white pants with butterflies on them, and white sandals. It's been well over two years since her disappearance. Police have been searching, but they haven't come up with any clues. Her mother called 911 to report her missing and that she may have been abducted. Here's some audio from that call. 911, where's your emergency? Um, I can't find my daughter. Okay, when was the last time you seen her? We were there at the park and people said that somebody, probably somebody took her. Okay. How old is she? She's five years old. Okay, and what park are you at? Here in Bridgeton Park. Okay, where at in the Bridgeton Park are you? Um, the one with the basketball court where high school is. Okay, so you're at the basketball courts behind the high school? Yes. Okay. And uh, what was she seen last wearing? She was wearing, um, um, give me a second. Did you play with the on the bench in the remember what clothes was she was wearing, but she was wearing, I just remember her pants. She was wearing like a flower, flowery pants and some heels, some white heels. Okay. Hi, ma'am. Stay in line. I'm going to turn you over to the police, okay? You said she was five, correct? Yes. All right. Hello, ma'am? Hello. Hi, did you see which direction your child went? No, um, we were in the car. She she came down with my son. They were running to the park, and then me and my sister we came down. But when we, when we got here at the park, she wasn't here. They they said that my son was just crying with his ice cream because uh, somebody um threw his ice cream in the floor, and my daughter just ran away. All right, you didn't see anyone else around there that she could possibly have went with. No, not no that I know because we didn't saw no one. There's just some other people that they're here that said that they saw her running, running through um through some houses in the back. And they they said that they saw two per they saw two men. They saw a black guy and they saw so who's, who's, a Mexican man with two kids. They, who's saying that they saw them? Because there's people here in the basketball court that they saw her. They said that they saw her running. They're saying that there's people there at the basketball court that they saw her running through some houses with two black males. She 
She's light-skinned Spanish. Many people are criticizing the phone call based on her mother's emotions. But I'm not here to criticize the call. I'm here to just spread awareness on this missing child. We want her back safely and we just hope that she's okay. If I have any listeners tuning in from the New Jersey or surrounding areas and you may know something or think you do, please contact the FBI tip line at 800-225-5324. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to leave a rating if you guys enjoy the show. Follow the show on TikTok and Instagram at Killer Kids Podcast, and that's Killer Kids with a Z. Thank you for listening. Be well.